Welcome to the Intentional Randomness Podcast with your host, Omo Babala Adetiji, aka Bobby. On this show, we're intentional about everything. Hi, this is Bobby again, and I just want to say I hope you've been enjoying this um, series. You've enjoyed the part one and the part two, and today we're going to part three, which is the last one. So uh, it was really wonderful to record this and very eye-opening, and I hope you found it useful, the two episodes before. If you haven't listened to part one and part two, I really ask you to go back and listen to part one and part two, Relationship Meets part one and part two because part three is a continuation of that so if you haven't listened just go back and listen to that and then come back and listen to this because um we stopped off in part two on the question of why do people not want to get married why cohabitation is becoming rampant and what we think of that myth and jamaica is the one answering and she starts off by um trying to answer that question so you need to listen to part one and part two to be able to follow this part three. So I hope you enjoy. And I'm not, as a Christian, I'm not saying mm. I agree with it. But the reality is, and from the conversation, we, 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 we all grew up in a way in, in an environment where our parents are married. And, you know, we, we've seen that all our lives. Everybody we've known in our lives are married. So it's very, it's very abnormal for you mm. to know an uncle and an auntie living together and they're not married. Even you yourself be questioning yourself as a young like, so what are you? But now, when you're not in a, in a Western mm. world, whereby when I first came to this country and I started hearing the word partner, it didn't make sense to me initially. I was like, what do you mean partner? So it's husband or wife, no, we're partners. I'm like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> Is it so, a business? But later on, <laughs> after you know, a number of years, I, I kind of have an understanding of where people are coming from but from the past and uh, just to dive into that the, and some of the reasons is also underlying like what we said fear fear of if things go mm. south mm. the nearest exit let me just so i know that at least i didn't lose much and i'm not too much invested mm. either financially or in other ways but from the perspective mm. of a Christian, going back to that, and I think that's very, very important because there's no mm. way we can have this argument mm. in a logical way without saying it from the perspective of a Christian because people always have 1,000 and so many mm. reasons why they made their decisions. And people are entitled to their own opinions. That's the reality mm. of it. But for us, from the mm. perspective of, mm. a Christ, of Christians, believers, it is not right. It mm. is wrong. And I say that with a capital, mm. capital, everything in capitals. It is, wrong. it is not acceptable. <laughs> and the reason why it's not acceptable is the Bible says this one thing. It said marriage is honorable in all things. Mm. So it's not just about mm. the two of you. It's about what comes out of that marriage. The children, the successes, mm. Everything that that marriage will produce, it's honorable. So if you look at, at that mm. from that perspective, mm. then you're very, very conscious about that relationship. Mm. And like what Fumi said, it's not just mm. about the piece of paper. I do agree with Fumi. 
You don't need the paparazzi. Mm. You don't need all this jamboree now, the competition, the hashtags nowadays. No. It's about the blessing from God and your parents. That's the most important. If you can't afford mm. a big wedding, you don't need to tell people. The most important people that need to be, that, that, mm. that, that should be aware, should be aware. Your parents or whoever is standing as your parents and, you know, the man of God over your life. So far, they proclaim your blessing. Get on with it. And I think it's the mentality of what people make as wedding and marriage. Wedding is just the mm. day. Marriage is mm. a lifetime. So when mm. you understand that you need to prepare yeah. for the lifetime rather than the day, then your perspective about things will change. Secondly is what comes yeah. out of the marriage. Because if you're saying, okay, we're leaving together. I've had friends who have had that relationship, they're leaving. There's always this, I can tell you this, there's always this issue of trust and commitment. The woman can, can sugarcoat it and say they're mm. okay. But deep down, there will always be that mm. balance of not trusting each other and not being committed. Because I can't understand how you can commit yourself to somebody. Mm. But the reality is you don't want to make the highest, um, the highest commitment of the, of, of the vow. So, so that Level means there's, of there's, there's underlying mm. issues that, ne- that mm. need to be dealt with, that you need to deal with first. What is making me scared of saying those mm. vows? Why am mm. I feeling... Don't I trust mm. this person? Or is it just a relationship of convenience? Or is it there's a transaction or there's something about relationship? Because people mm. won't tell you so, so much about it. They will just say, oh, we're living together, that's it, because mm. they want to cover it up and they don't want to talk. But most of the time, I can tell you, there's so many things mm. that are involved that we don't know. So many factors. And also, lastly, I don't want to take it time, it's about the children. Mm. How do you define your relationship to those children, especially when you say you're mm. a Christian, you're a believer? How do because that will be their norm as well. So don't blame those children in years to come if they're even making worse decisions than you. Mm. You are just living together, they can take it to another level. Because whatever you sow, you reap. And not just that seed you sow, mm. you will reap in multiple forms. Mm. And so understanding that as well. Mm. So that's my own take. That's true. I think I like the fact that you guys are talking about the aspect that marriage, whether we talk about the traditional way in our different cultures, even here in the West, before this old civilization and this new age, the fact that marriage was a covenant, two people coming together and making a commitment to each other, making a, um, yeah, making that commitment and then being blessed by their family, their community, their church, and then Everybody knows these two people are together. They're forming a family unit. These days, um, we have this old civil, I don't know what it is, partnership in Sweden, Sambo. They're just living together. Maybe you said there's a level of commitment in the sense that people know that they're together, but it's not a covenant. Like it's, and, and that's why as a Christian, when we go back to what we've been talking about, the aspect of the covenant is what is important to, to God. The fact that two people make a commitment, two becomes one. Like, like we were saying, why are you afraid of that ultimate commitment? And I've seen a lot of times ladies that go with this, um, okay, yeah, we're living together. They think it's like some kind of like, you know, you enter primary school before secondary school. So if you start living together, then it guarantees that maybe in one year time or in two years time, they will get married. But a lot of times yeah. it doesn't work out like that. Yeah. So, Bobola, there's or something else you wanted to If you are free, like, why do you need to buy the if, car rather? Um, I'll be permitted to reference the Bible again. You know, there was this woman at the well that um, Jesus met and then he told her that, hey, even the man that you're staying with is not mm. even your husband. 
you understand? So, like we've talked about covenant, we've talked about agreement, <laughs> commitment. Mm. One thing I also wanted to bring out is foundation. That the agreement or the covenant that is the foundation, mm. the solid foundation for your marriage. Mm. So, as long as you haven't made that covenant or that commitment, like I'm mm. not God, but my my own understanding is that you are not yet married There's in no His eyes. Therefore, those blessings or those favors or those merits that come with being mm. married, you might be missing out on them. And apart from that, you cannot even go back and complain when something mm. goes wrong, right? Because you've mm. set up yourself, you've given yourself an escape route. So definitely, mm. with the kind of society that we live in, something will surely come that will make mm. you escape. I'm not saying marriage is a trap. No, but when you already mm. give yourself like a way of escape, like an excuse, as human beings, mm. we tend to fall back to that. Okay, I think um, initially there was no commitment mm. and everything. Can we all just go our way? But if you think it's a covenant, it's something that you should fight for, right? It's something that you should dedicate your time, like to really make it work out, right? Then you have a higher mm. chance of succeeding than just mm. living it on a sandy foundation instead of building it mm. on a foundation that is solid yeah yeah and, and as as we're talking eric it just occurred to me that ultimately i think the reason why this is so common this is is just part of all the folly nature of the of the of, of the of, of humans because the idea of marriage in God's mind is beautiful. It's two people, you know, just imagine two people really committed to each other, committed to making it work. But what we see along the line is there's so many people failing at this that people are so afraid that they, they now develop all these kind of new versions of it. Okay, we can be together. We enjoy that companionship, but it will not be too serious so that if you hurt me, I will get out. And if I hurt you, then you can you can just move. Or if we find that we can't really do this all living together, it's too stressful, then we call it quits and we, we, we move on. And it, it, it's all part of that falling nature that we're looking for ways to patch up a wound, you know, and not do the, right, the real thing. Um, so, yeah, interesting. That's also a myth. That, that's a myth. <laughs> It's more than a paper. It's about convenance. And 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 again, I like the fact that Fumi mentioned that from the beginning, and and Jumaki has mentioned that, and and all of us, I think, we agree on the fact that it's not about the old elaborate wearing a white dress, going to church that we are calling marriage. We're talking about, I mean, before maybe the the Westerners or the Europeans came to Africa, all we knew when we say that two people are married is you've come home, you've paid the bride price, the families have, have met each other, they know each other, and then we say, yes, you people are married. You've done the rights according to your culture, and then you're married, that's it. So again, I want to say to somebody out there that is like, oh, but I don't have money for a wedding because I've heard those things before. It's not about the wedding. This is about doing what is right, entering into a covenant, a relationship with that person that you've chosen to be your life partner and doing it the right way from the beginning. Yeah, that's what it is about. Anyways, before we round up, there's this last question that I want to throw out. This is not, this is not a myth or a misconception. It's just something that I wanted us to, I wanted to hear your opinions about since you guys are so wise. There's this idea of okay, I'm going to get married. Should I marry the person I love, I like, or should I marry the person that I need? Okay, so I'll, I'll explain it. There's the idea of, you know, you have a purpose, you have a plan, there's something God created you for. Like Jumakia was mentioned, you're not just created to marry. So you have a purpose. Should I choose a partner 
based on what I know I'll be doing? Or should I choose a partner based on how I feel today, you know? So the idea of the person I want versus the person I need. Help, 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 help people out there or our young siblings, all of us have siblings or we have people that look up to us. How would you answer this um, if somebody comes to you? So should I marry somebody that I love? I really like this guy. I don't know if he's good for me, but I just like him. Uh, or should I marry? Oh, you know, I know that I need to do my PhD. Should I marry another professor? Somebody that will understand this is my purpose. <laughs> okay, I heard the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 just going to be this on this one. I'm I'm, I'm sure we're going to go on and on because you know, I have my opinion to this is um, in as much as you cannot be you cannot marry who you love alone. It's also very important to marry who you love. So you have to be able to do like a um like a, a salad attracted so you have because that love because you need to marry somebody you are actually attracted that you to. like they have to be mm. they have to be a business you understand but as, mm. as 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 much as much as that is important i think it's also very important to look out for those things so what i mean is the kind of conversations you have when you know there are people that you you, you in a way permit my choice of one now you can you can manage, right? In the way, I, I mean, you can, you can, you can dig. If I could use that word, you know, there are some people that even from your conversations you have about life, you know, like we say, marriage is a is, is a is, is a choice of two people who are willing to do life together. You understand? So, mm. from your male conversations, you know, okay. So, for example, I want to, I want to study to the quite right, right? And I have a mm. a, a woman at that time. I'm not married, right? Maybe just a partner. Mm. And we're having a conversation. I'm like, okay. Okay, so this most likely works against the female than the male. So I'll use a woman as an example. So my wife tells me, my my fiance tells me she wants to be a PhD holder at some point. And I'm like, and maybe I'm somebody who, who, who is more the be a good wife, you know, take care of the kids, don't let your career be. By the time we're having that conversation before the whole marriage thing sets in, you already know if this person is going to be a a, 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 a limitation to your life goals or not. What happens most times, as young people, we tend to overlook a lot of things because of the old butterfly in the belly kind of thing. And usually when you get married, you, I give you like two, three years, the butterfly will die and then reality will change. <laughs> so that's if that's we had butterflies in the first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you understand. So a lot of times, we don't have the, the, the conversations that really matter. You know, from just picking people's brains, you can figure out what kind of person this person is. Is this person really somebody that wants me to explore? Is this... Okay, for example, you're having a connection with your partner, you're saying, ah, and I would like to do my partner. He's like, is there anything? Why, why do you want to do my partner? Are you, are you not a woman? That is trying to tell you that the person is not mine. Even if, if, if he's not, it's okay, no problem, you can do it. You are not convinced. You need to probably do one or two other checks before you can show that this person has, has actually changed that orientation. So I don't know how it's going to be. I'm not even going to conclude now, but I'm just trying to open it up to say, you know, you have to find the balance. Of course, you can't because you, this person is the one that, that supports your vision, that you think you guys have the same vision. At the end of the day, you are not attracted to the person. You don't love the person that much, you know. It's not going to carry, because you also need that extra fuel to carry you. So even if there's purpose, you still need the fuel of, of romance or um, whatever it is to, you know, to carry you with it. So I don't know, you have to look for a way to sandwich it, you know. Put the love and then put the who you need everything together and make something out of it. I don't know. So that's mm. what I think about it. Yeah. 
So you should not only just use your heart, you should use your head or a combination of both. A combination of okay. both. Um, okay. Okay, now. For me, I quite bridge. agree with what we said. Um, mm. In relationships, we should have the conversations that matter. It's not about the sex or whatever it is. It's about mm. everything that would be going into that marriage. Um, recently, I saw on social media where mm. um, apparently a girl had said uh, um, when they had the first date, the person that she went on date with was asking her, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And she was like, oh, that's too deep. And so she also asked, um, what are your retirement plans? <laughs> and I'm like, no, we shouldn't um, because she was angry <laughs> and then they both walked away. Now, when you have the conversations, <laughs> when you have the conversations that matter, where do you see yourself? What's your purpose? What do you want to do? To be very honest, I don't think you would go far when it comes to achieving purpose if you do not have someone that agrees with you on a level or doesn't see what you see. Yes. So you need to find a balance as Mm-hmm. Um, we have said you have to find if you're not attracted to someone seriously what mm-hmm. are you doing in that relationship yes it is good to marry someone that has a shared vision with you but seriously if you're not attracted yeah, um, mm-hmm. the kind of stress <laughs> that relationship would go through so from my own perspective marriage is not just based on emotional feelings you might think this is what I hmm. I think I want, but what you really need hmm. is well, I don't know how else to to say this. But the thing is, it's not just about the butterflies, and it is not only about purpose. I hmm. growing up, my own perception hmm. had always been just marry someone you can respect, someone that you can just easily submit to, and marrying a friend will I be able to respect that person and Mm. all that and then I had a conversation with my pastor back then um, and he was like Krumi if you're not attracted to a person you're in a relationship with like what are you doing get out (laughs) like and I'm like pastor you're not talking spiritually this is uh, there's purpose there's Mm. victims and he's like "Uh uh-uh God has not called you to just manage a relationship or your marriage. You will enjoy it too. It's so that I don't make this too protracted, like too long. I feel it's just the balance between two. Hmm. Um, hmm. For me, Interesting. this is Jamal. For wisdom. me, I think it starts with you as a person and it's about hmm. self awareness. Mm. Knowing yourself first. Mm. Because the reality is when you start balancing, oh, what mm. the person I need, the person I want, like everybody has said, we and he and for me, I do agree with them. You, you're going to mix both. There's no point because when you say love, what's the definition of love itself? I think at times people miss, there's this misconception about the word love. But it's also about, like what for me said, it's not about feelings at mm. times. It's about intentional and critical thinking about marriage itself mm. and i think one of recently i heard something that actually shocked me myself is 
at times our own perception of the way we see marriage might be the way uh, the environment we grew up in or our background or what we perceive marriage to be so at times if you have that mentality probably marriage for you is just about what for me say having someone you can respect as a man the man coming taking care of the family that's married to you so if you mm-hmm. find that man that fits that picture it's okay for you whereas somebody else grew up in probably somebody else grew up in an environment mm-hmm. whereby daddy is like you know playful down to earth always at home hands on dad so the person's reality mm-hmm. will always mm-hmm. be i want a hands on man because that's their own norm that's their reality mm-hmm. Or for a, a guy, it might be, you know, grew up in a family whereby mm. mom is hardworking, mom is, you know, on, is, is, you know, fast-paced career woman, you know, and he will, he's mm. used to that. So seeing so a lady who is not, he was a bit laid back, could be, no, 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 I can't deal with this. I need somebody who will, you know, you know, um, tickle my brain or somebody who will, who's fast-paced or something like that. But the reality mm. is about your self-awareness, mm. being aware of yourself. Because most of the time, people go into marriage or relationship not, not being aware of themselves. They don't even know their personality traits. They don't know their emotions. They don't know anything about themselves. So they're looking out to the other person to, to mm. be the object of happiness. And we said this over again, even during the course of this conversation, that you can't look up to anybody to, to fulfill. Because the reality is the more you put so much mm. demand on somebody... They can never fulfill that because the reality is the way we are as humans, there's no way you can be satisfied and nobody's perfect. So there will be times, there will be mm. compromises, mm. but also you have to have a standard as well. You can't just say, okay, free for all, no boundaries, I'm just going to this relationship, mm. that's it. And anybody that comes, I just, you, no, you have to set boundaries, you have to have standards. And also it's about mm. communication as well. Mm. Because how would you know somebody if you don't communicate with them? And I think mm. it's this mentality of, you know, this... And I, I, I mm. drop the environment. Once you're into a, you're, a guy and a lady are going together, what else are you having a relationship for? It should be towards marriage. But at times, you just need to have... You just need to be... It's just that for friendship. The mere fact that you're friends with somebody does not mean you're getting married to mm. them or even getting into a relationship with them. So in a way, you're building mm. yourself psychologically. Mm. You're building yourself. Because some of us that we grew up in the churchy mm. environment, we're very naive about human relationships. We're very, very naive. Mm. You know, everything is black mm. and white. There's no gray area at all. The Bible says, if it's not in the Bible, then it's not right. But the mm. reality is that at times, through friendship, through having interactions with people, you get to know people. You get to know how you relate to people. You get, And that helps you. That builds you. That molds mm. your thinking so when you're getting into relationship you're able to take all those mm. skills personal skills and take them into the relationship so mm. my take on that is you can have a bit of both mm. but the most important thing is you yourself you need to be self-aware of yourself you really need to be self-aware of yourself mm. yeah that's a very good point that you should know who you are and and i think it's very important what you said about okay different people have different expectations and what they want so the most important thing is finding someone that probably aligns with that expectation so if you have the laid-back woman that wants to just marry the prince in shiny armor that is a breadwinner 
he comes home every evening oh welcome sir welcome our daddy put the food on the table then they'll be fine they will not have any problems the problem is when you mar- when you are an ambitious woman and you marry a man that wants you to not do anything or if you are like an ambitious man and you marry a woman that wants you to be home then there will be that rift and that problem so you really need to know the kind of person yeah. that you are and, 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 and these are more care. important conversations to have mm. than just Wisdom. focusing on sex right so it's it's when you get to talk more yeah. engaging activities different activities yeah. just for the fun of it right that is when most of these things will start coming up right um you, maybe you talk you're watching a movie mm. together or you're visiting friends and the other person yeah. is giving their opinion about topics you know you can start having an idea of who this person really is with other people and what this person might be of course it's not a perfect judgment right but those things will help to point you to know that okay i think this person actually no um, it's a blend of what i need and what i want because you cannot get it a hundred percent what you want might actually be completely unrealistic right in my and then what you need again hmm. can be totally not compatible with what would be beneficial for hmm. you on the long run because again we are human beings we often change especially if i know yeah so we often so um, what you think you want today or you yeah, need today, that's another thing circumstances can dynamic. change tomorrow that would change everything completely for example i can give a perfect example my wife just used to be content with hey help me with the house chores right like just help like i just like being there to help by the point I was already doing some of that. Of course, I'm not perfect, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not my strongest area, right? So, and then I noticed that that was not enough. And then I asked mm-hmm. her, like, I thought your love language was like, you were like, no, no, but you know that women change, right? So now I just want to say there, let's just talk, you understand? Let's just just, as in, <laughs> don't worry, I'll take care of the plate myself. I'm like, okay, really? <laughs> so that means I've learned something here today. It means like, I should not just have this static mindset that, okay, when we are dating this was a love language as in just be on the phone on the other side let's just talk or just sit down spend time or just help me with something and then that's it that tomorrow can change to something else right tomorrow can be that okay um she wants to start engaging in some mm. sports so like okay you should be there to help me and share me and stuff then i also have to change so you see like our needs change just the way our wants mm. we change but just being able to connect with somebody is of are more important than trying to weigh it either with butterflies mm. or with stones, right? Mm. Yeah. Interesting that you talk about love language and how we women can change. I used to I think, think, oh, I, I think my primary love language is probably quality time. So I used to think like that's COVID. it. But now I live in Sweden. My husband and I were in yeah. each other's faces all the time. So I'm telling him, forget it. Even before COVID, because of the way the environment is, you're really just your nuclear family is very tight you do everything together so i'm like you know husband i love you so much i like seeing your face but no it's too much now uh, this is no, this is no longer my i've had enough of it i've, I've over it's overdose of love language i need to say now i've changed my love language to something something oh. else makes me happier now the time is like i've taken it for granted you could you could put it like that because it's always there um it's available so it's no longer that that it's no longer that um it doesn't bring the rush of adrenaline any longer yeah. like now we need something else and that's so true that we change and we're very dynamic yeah i don't know if i may add one of one more thing yes please go ahead 
Okay, so um, you're rounding up, son. It's also very key to, like I said, be intentional about the things you look out for while cutting or while being on the, you know, on that mm. So something I did when I when I was going to make a choice. So from 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 the first time I I, I saw my wife, my my wife, the person I'm married to now, you know, I I knew I was going to get married to this person, but I wasn't sure when or how it's going to happen. So I just knew there was a long way out, you know. Because I was at that at the time I was I was in the youth choir I was the the the, the youth choir leader at the time and she sang in the <laughs> choir and and then I like, I like this girl. so 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 another time you know she disappeared for a while so I I, I decided to you know go after her. I asked about I asked about her from my friends and they said okay this person is so 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 I started being intentional about it. I started like going to visit her in our hostel and I started asking certain questions. I started knowing the kind of family she's from, you know. I intentionally I was I was asking okay, so your parents, where did they live in you, know, you know, because nobody really lies to their friends. When when you strike go beyond of friendship, people tend to open up more before they even know that you want to even, you know, maybe before they even yeah, before okay. you give it to before you give them that <laughs> opinion that you are going to get married to them. At that time, they are seeing you as friendly. Sometimes they will tell you certain things because they probably want to advise them or not. You, from there, you can pick, you can start picking up. I'm, I guess I'm the youngest on this on this platform. Sometimes we youth, we, we look out for the wrong things when we are even trying to get married. We look out for the wrong things. It's always about the people, eight, the this, the that, the this, the that. You are not even looking at how how neat is this person. For for the sake of someone that is listening to this podcast, right? When my when I was supporting my wife, she would come to. Um, Lagos, sorry about she comes to Lagos anyway, right? Just that she doesn't sleep. She comes and then she goes, so it doesn't happen. But she would, when I, when she comes, the way she would set up the house when she's leaving, I already know this person is neat. And that has not changed till now. Do you understand? So at that point, I knew that, okay, at least if I'm not so clean or I'm not so neat, at least there's somebody that will take my home. And I was really, very, and all these things, it's funny now because. I got the result of what I wanted because I was intentional about it. I was looking out for those things, but she never even knew. I'm sure she doesn't even know all this thing. Maybe when we have conversations, I talked about you know. So people need to start looking out for the right things while making their life decisions. Mm. Very important. Look out for the right things while making your your life decisions. So it's up to you if you want to go with the person you want or the person you need. Just be sure that you know who you are, what is most important to you, and ask the right questions. For the purpose of this podcast on meat and everything, I think we've really delved into a lot of things, and I hope that it has helped someone out there. This is not about trying to judge anyone. It's just bringing out some truths that sometimes in the world that we are today, um, these truths are a little bit blurred or they've been so... Uh, corrupted that we don't really know what is right or wrong and today i, I hope that our conversation has, has has helped someone to maybe clarify some things and um i know that we'll probably come back I, I know i'm coming back to talk about maybe relationship or courtship towards marriage because i really love talking about relationships and things like that and we'll go into more details about other things so if you're listening and you have questions or things that you want us to talk about just make sure you you know Get on Instagram and comment or send me an email and um, I would definitely talk about those topics. So thank you so much, um, Fumi, Jumoke, Eric and Wee. Thank you for coming on the program. Thank it's you for a pleasure, coming on Babola. this Thanks for having It's us been really nice program. listening and having this conversation with you guys. Thank you for having us.
I'm sure you have enjoyed listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram on our handle Intentional Randomness and feel free to contact us on intentionalrandomnessfeedback at gmail.com. Until next time, be intentional.